1: All right, Jenny Cameron, John Rich. It is uh 94 uh WIP. So the um the Eagles they're getting ready, of course, and they don't know who they're gonna play yet, but they're getting ready for the playoffs. And it's gonna be one of four teams in the divisional round. It'll be either uh, Seattle if they win but they won't the Giants if they win they might or the winner of the uh, Tampa Bay Dallas game all right for more perspective on all this including a limping into the playoffs Eagles squad and they are because unfortunately they uh, struggled uh, down the stretch of the regular season and it is reminiscent of 2017 to an extent we turn to our next guest he was part of our show back in 2017 and has been ever since then. He does a wonderful job covering the Philadelphia Eagles and the entire National Football League, Mr. Shiel Kapati. How you doing, Shiel? Playoff
2: time. We made it. I love it. The next, <laughs> uh, the next month or so, every weekend is fun. So I'm excited. Sure is.
1: So, Shiel, before we go, like, nitty-gritty on this playoff thing, I- I'm just curious. Sean and I were talking today out of the gate. If 2017 should create additional optimism for Eagles fans – Or if it's just totally unrelated, the idea of their worst quarter of the season being the final quarter. Obviously, the quarterback situation is different. They don't have to play the backup in the playoffs this year. But the starter also doesn't seem fully healthy. What what do you draw from 2017 as it relates to this team? Yeah, I think
2: it's a good reference point just to kind of calm if you're feeling – anxiety or panic about the way they ended the season because really you know you look throughout NFL history and there are years where a team limps to the finish and it does carry over into the playoffs and then there are years like 2017 you mentioned it where you end the regular season you're not feeling great and then the playoffs start and you go on a run and so there's no like clear indication one way or the other so you know I look at that game and say well Jalen Hurts obviously was not 100% healthy. They had pretty much a preseason game plan in, very vanilla, uh, not doing anything creative at all. Their goal in that game, it was so obvious, was to keep Jalen Hurts and everyone else healthy Mm -hmm. and and leave that game with the win that I would say you can certainly make the case that we're going to see a different team uh, in two weeks here.
3: How much did it worry you that we had free hitters on Jalen, even though they were trying to protect him with the way we designed the run game when the giants blitzed we there were free runners and like guys
1: weren't even picked up she'll put it another way john is increasingly very concerned about the offensive line is that a legitimate worry that they're just not pass blocking good enough
2: uh i am uh, so i am concerned about the free rushers on sunday i think if you look at one thing that you say hey you have two weeks here get this corrected before the playoffs because teams are going to look at that. I'm with you, John. I think a lot of those, the Eagles were an empty and the giants showed them kind of the, the simulated pressures where they put six guys or seven guys at the line of scrimmage. And then they only rush three or four. Now they did that sometimes other times they put five, but they messed with the Eagles protection uh, pretty well in that game. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, a lot of free rushers, throughout that game. So, yeah, I would think that would be number one on kind of the to-do list, the priority list here in the next two weeks. Look at that film. What did they do here? How are we going to get this corrected? To the second point, uh, I don't have quite as many concerns about the O-line in general in terms of pass, pass protection as John does. Now, if Jack Driscoll is still your right tackle, is that going to be a big factor? Absolutely. He's not going to play at the level of Lane Johnson. But overall, uh, I think they're going to be okay with their pass protection if they get some of that stuff fixed in terms of the pre-snap stuff and not getting pulled.
3: Can teams blitz Jalen if Jalen's right? You know, part of what helped us this season, maybe part of why we're rusty at, at pass pro, is teams didn't decide to send extra guys because that leaves them in man behind it all, and when you're in man behind it all, Jalen can just run because your backs are to him. It Does it not make sense for teams to try to do that if Jalen's healthy?
2: Yeah, it's funny. I think overall the numbers, like te- teams were, you're right in some specific games and game plans. Overall, they blitzed him a decent amount. And I think you're right that that is another thing I would say in these two weeks to keep an eye on. Because I think it was funny seeing the evolution of the season where the Lions come out and they say, we're blitzing and playing man coverage in week one. And then the Vikings say, no, we're playing the zone and backing off. Mm-hmm. Teams kind of went back and forth. I think when teams look at this, in the playoffs, and of course they have to do what their identity is, but I think teams will be willing to be more aggressive than passive against the Eagles. I think just with the talent of A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith, and the offensive line, I think teams will not come into these games against the Eagles and say, hey, we'll just sit back and see if Hurts can beat us there if he has time. So I think when he has time, he's been fantastic. If you look at some of the numbers when they've been blitzed, they've been a little bit more mediocre. So, yeah, mm. I think that's
1: something else they have to key on. Yeah. Sheel Kapati with us here. Sheel, I'm sure you've seen the uh, the San Francisco 49ers have passed the Eagles from an odd standpoint, best chance to win the Super Bowl. Is, is that um, – Something that you think is warranted or unwarranted? Should San Francisco be favored above the Eagles?
2: Yeah, yeah I I'm, I'm, I actually have it up right now, and it's, it's even uh, at the site I'm looking at. So you're right. They've made that move a little bit depending on what book you look at. No, uh, I still have the Eagles as the favorites to come out of the NFC. And I had to do my predictions earlier this week, and I think they are going to come out of the NFC. I- I'm not saying it's, you know, a home run and a no-doubter, but when you just look at the advantage of not having to play that extra game, that's huge. And the way I look at it is, listen, if Brock Purdy comes into your house at a raucous Lincoln Financial Field and beats you, then you weren't you weren't a Super Bowl team. You weren't good enough to make it to the Super Bowl. So I, I just think they have so many things set up for them. I mean, if Josh Sweat comes back, and Lane Johnson is playing in that divisional round game, they have 21 of 22 starters healthy for the playoffs. Like, that's unheard of in the NFL. And so they've got that going for them. They've got the home field advantage going for them. They've got the bye going for them. And the last thing is, You're not in a conference with Mahomes and Allen and Burrow. I mean, this is really a unique situation. So we can look at this and say, hey, it's the start of a big window, and they're going to be in the mix for five to seven years. Well, not every year do you get this injury luck. Not every year do you get the number one seed. And not every year are you kind of in this position where you're not facing a juggernaut quarterback. So I think they got to look at this opportunity and say, you know, this might not come around again.
3: Jill, you watch the entire league. How And you hear all about Kyle Shanahan being an offensive mastermind. How do these offenses compare? Is our offense comparable? Uh, is theirs significantly more elaborate and complex? How, how do you weigh that?
2: Yeah, I, I think the run games, you know, they're, they're different, but uh, I think they're both diverse and hard to account for, especially if the Eagles have Jalen Hurts. Uh, running the football, but they're certainly great there. Now, the 49ers, Shanahan, everything, or not everything, but most stuff is in the middle of the field. I mean, that's the area of the field that he wants to work. Run game, play action, work the middle of the field, put the ball in playmakers' hands like Debo Samuel uh, and George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, and let them run after the catch. And so he really puts those linebackers, those kind of intermediate defenders, in conflict. I think the Eagles... Are more of a downfield passing attack where it's, it's less complex I would say certainly the Eagles passing game and the Eagles a lot of what they do is they say if we have a one-on-one with one of our guys they're probably going to be better than the guys covering them and we're going to throw the football and even in week 18 that's what you saw with Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown so I think they're different in that respect in that the Eagles are going to push the ball downfield more on the outside and the 49ers are going to work the middle of the field. More.
3: How surprising was it for you uh, when when we faced the Giants that it did didn't feel like we had those hot routes and side just built in to, uh, once again, help protect our quarterback.
4: Yeah, it's
2: been a little bit of an issue all season long. I mean, we've, we've had conversations here throughout the year. I think that Cardinals game was one where we said they blitzed, and the Eagles' only answer was to kind of throw those screens to the perimeter. And so they always haven't had those answers built in. I think they do lean uh, on Jalen Hurts to make plays with his legs in those situations a little bit. So they've kind of got to find that balance. I mean, he can improvise. He can make plays with his legs. At the same time, you want to give him answers. And there were plays in the Giants game, to be fair, where he did do that, where the ball came out. You know, he hit Wes Watkins early yeah. against the blitz. But you're right. There were there were far too many where the Giants just had a free rusher going after him.
1: Shield Kapati with us here. Shield Purdy. We're thinking a lot about San Fran because it feels like that is going to be a matchup that's going to happen. How, how good is he?
2: I mean, I keep waiting for the game where he's going to turn the ball over three or four times because that's what you see from a rookie. But honestly, he's looked a lot like Jimmy Garoppolo. And statistically, if you look at it, uh, it's almost identical what he's done in whatever it's been, four, five, six starts, as what Garoppolo has done. And so what Shanahan wants really back there is a robot. Like if he could just get a little artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. and use a remote control and tell the guy what to do as he's playing – That's what he would want. And to Purdy's credit, the ball's going in the right place. And he's actually shown a little bit more of the second reaction uh, ability than Garoppolo showed. So, um, you know, I'm not going to put him in the Hall of Fame or anything, but I will say every week I watch and I say, all right, this is the week he's going to come back down to earth. And it hasn't really happened. So he's in in very good position to succeed um, at the same time with some of the kind of those plays where you say that could be a turnover. They're having some of those. Uh, maybe not as much as you'd expect from a, a seventh-round Sure.
1: Now, Shield, let's not totally assume it's Eagles in San Fran. It probably will be. But prior to that, there's a game. If Seattle loses and the Giants lose, it'll be the winner of Dallas and Tampa. Who should the Eagles want to play between Dallas or Tampa? Which team gives the Eagles a better chance to win the game?
2: I might be in the minority, but I, I think you want Tampa. I think that Tampa team stinks. Uh, I know they've had God. some fourth-quarter comebacks. I know they showed some signs in the second half of the year. Uh, they've just been a poorly coached team all season long. Tom Brady, you know exactly where he's going to be. They haven't had answers in the passing game. Uh, and so that, that would be the team to me that I would look at and say, you know, I, I would not be scared of the Bucks. I know it sounds crazy to say when you're talking about Tom Brady, but I, I think the, the Cowboys are the more talented team and the more balanced team. Uh, than Tampa, I actually think the Cowboys are going to win that game.
1: All right, shield. regular season over. No more results count for the purpose of these two uh, things. Who should be the coach of the year? Who will be the coach of the year? Who should be the MVP? Who will be the MVP?
2: Oh, my goodness. I haven't made my uh, coach of the year pick yet MVP, so let me buy some time and give you MVP. Uh, I think it's Mahomes. You, know, you look at what they did after they traded Tyreek Hill and they've had the best offense. Uh, in the NFL, really, from start to finish. And so Jalen Hurts was certainly in the mix. He misses some time down the stretch. That's going to hurt him. But uh, I-, I would have Mahomes as the MVP, and I do think he is going to win it. In terms of coach of the year, you know, I think Brian Dayball is going to win it because I think, that's a t- I think most of the time you look at it, it's a first-year head coach, and most of the time you look at it and it's somebody who has overachieved. And I don't think anyone thought the Giants were going to be in the playoffs, and here they are. They're in the playoffs. They've done more with less. So my official pick, I still have to think, I think Sirianni's in there. I think Shanahan's in there, uh, and I think Dayball is in there. I think those are the three guys uh, I would really look at. Listen, I'm on a Philly Sports Talk radio station with you guys, so I'll say at this moment in time, I'll go with Sirianni. I think he's got a great case for it for sure, but uh, let me give that one some more more thoughts before I go uh, on the record. All right,
1: Sheil, final thing here. What gives you the greatest sense of optimism that the Eagles can win it all? And what is the greatest concern for you that the Eagles won't win it all?
2: Uh, Greatest sense of optimism would be that uh, I think they're going to have an advantage up front on both sides of the ball in most of these games. I mean, their pass rush has been ferocious in the second half of the season, and I think their offensive line is still going to be really good, especially if you bring Lane Johnson in there sense of doubt a little bit i need to see this defense do it against great quarterbacks and listen, that might not happen until the nfc championship day that might not happen to the super bowl honestly if you get daniel jones and then you get Brock Purdy, that might ha- not happen until the Super Bowl. But I'm not at full confidence level that this defense against a great quarterback is going to be able to keep you in the game and uh, sort of not just uh, not just get lit up because we-, we just haven't seen them tested in that respect this year, although they've been great against the competent, mediocre
1: quarterback. Sheil, wonderful stuff, man. We look forward to talking to you next week, and we'll preview uh, whoever the Eagles are going to face. Thanks, buddy. All right, thanks, guys. Talk thanks. to you next week. All, right, All right, let's get right to the phones. A lot of calls here. Let's get right to it. Warren and Gwennon Valley. Warren, you're on WIP.
4: I was here. Sorry about the phone.
1: No problem, buddy. Go ahead.
4: Um, quick on the Sixers. Uh, I I'm, James Harden just seems to get an ego problem. You know, they, he's he's good for a little while, but then he seems to burn out probably due to himself. He's thinking too much. So as good as Joel and the team is playing right now, I want to see them in the playoffs play yeah. what they're doing now later when it really counts. Well, two because- things,
1: Warren, two things on Harden's past that I think are empirically accurate. One, there was too much on his plate in Houston. He, he did not have enough help. He's playing with a player in Embiid who's a miraculous player. So, Harden actually doesn't need to be the best player. That helps. And two, because so much was on his plate in Houston, I think he probably got a little tired by the time the playoffs came. And also, fundamentally, he's just – as great as he was, he he wasn't ever. He really wasn't in the LeBron, Steph, Durant category. He just wasn't. No, He's
4: not. He, so he, he so. But you don't. But is. you don't need him yeah. to
1: be that because you want Joel to be that, and you want Harden to be a strong Batman.
4: Yeah, and I'm the same. I mean, way a, on, a strong
1: a strong Robin. I mean, to to M B yeah, Batman.
4: Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. That's amazing. <laughs> um, and the same on Sirianni and and. Um, and Jonathan Gannon, our coaching staff, is I don't want to give them any credit until they actually win the Super Bowl. I, I as good as Nick is. And a little right bit now, of a tough he standard. You right...
1: give Dan Marino some credit there through the years, or did he get no credit?
4: Um, I would say no credit. Is, no credit, Mar- Marino. No credit. Williams, no credit. Ted Williams.
1: No credit to him. No credit to Barry no Bonds. No credit to no Charles credit. Barkley. Carl Malone. No. no credit. Right. No credit.
4: No credit. Ain't that a tough standard?
1: A little bit tough? Do, yeah, little tough. To I won't want credit. you as my teacher, man. I, I get a 99 out of 100. and You give me an F. Do, do the camera credit. <laughs> All right, Warren, give me a great answer. What did you not initially like and you now do?
4: Um, I initially didn't like living alone, and now I do.
1: All right, there you go. Living alone. That's an interesting answer. John, I had a teacher in high school, man. Uh, great guy. Great guy. But I had the best uh, – I'll use an old school term – I had the best mark in the class. I had an A And it was the highest grade in the class, but it was still only an A minus. It's like, it was, it was too hard.
3: Yeah. yeah you, you, that yeah. is a little extreme. Yeah.
1: I mean, someone's got to get an A. What in class there, right? was this? This was uh, History or something. second year Latin. What? Second year You're Latin. the
0: highest grade in your second year yeah, Latin. Yeah. Well, life? I had
1: an advantage. I had Latin. Okay. I had Latin <laughs> at Penn Charter. I had Latin, I think, it's CHA. So then when I had Latin first year at the prep in ninth grade with Mr. Scanlon, that was the third time I had had year one Latin. So I just, (laughs) I cruised. And then by wow. the time that we makes got sense. to,
0: because I was like, it's got to be like history or something. No, and then year
1: two was mostly new stuff, but I still had some built-in advantage, and I was still pretty good at it. You but, still but... use
0: that Latin these days, Boston? sure. Cor
1: yeah.
3: me wexos, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah, the, the creature guy right there. With etymology why and all you, that, you,
1: you know,
0: where where so words cut. Co- you love that stuff. <laughs> you love where words come from and how. It and got all. a
1: little complex by the end. In the beginning I was yeah. well, a a e a e a m. A with a long mark, <laughs> right? What's that called? The declensions? Is that what I,
0: that? Dude, I never took Latin. John, the declensions. My, my school was Latin
1: smart either. enough to say you do not need to take <laughs> Latin. It's a dead language. All right, let's talk to Chris in Middletown. Hi, Chris. John. Chris. James. Chris back, Mister Weasel. Chris say It's playoff time, baby. Let's go. Ah, uh, it is. It is. John, I got a question
5: for you. Yes. How confident do you feel about Gannon? I've listened to the exchange over the past few days, and yeah. a lot of people, you know, they get nutty with the the style points of Gannon. But like, do you think he's one of right now is running one of the best defenses in the NFL?
3: You know that, that is so hard to to say. I, I, well, I think I he's know, got I think he's got an incredible seen. pantry to work with. And what he's done, you can't argue with the numbers. Uh, our defense has they've taken the ball away. They, they limit passing yardage. They've got all these sacks. They've seemingly gotten better at stopping the run, although I am still a little worried about that. I think Gannon is significantly better than what I, it feels like everyone like takes away from him. Everyone wants to knock him. I think he's smart. And I think he's doing what is conservative, but also most effective for this group of guys. So I like him, I, and and I I feel like sheepish in saying that because it seems like I'm in such a small minority. Chris, here. I don't
1: feel sheepish in, in saying. Look, I don't know that he's great, but I think he's good. I think he's got a very good defense, in part because how he gave him some great players. But I think Jonathan Gannon's pretty good at his job, and I think it, the town's been very unfair to him.
5: See, and, th- and this is where guys – and, and, John, I'm going to call you out on this because I kind of thought that's where you were going. Then why in God's name are we quivering over B- Brock Purdy? He's Mr. Irrelevant. Well, because saying, some you know, guys – George can Kittle, a Kittle quarterback.
3: and Debo Samuel yeah. And, yeah, but and Christian he's McCaffrey. The
5: quarterback. He's the quarterback, though. Yeah, he's a pocket passing but, but, quarterback. But, 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 so hold, but no Chris, pass- hold on,
1: Chris. Some guys are just huh. better than they were perceived to be. I mean, when Tom ah. Brady got in, on, oh, Chris. When Tom Brady got in there in one and I'm not saying this guy's Tom Brady, but I guarantee you, there were people in the AFC, like probably the Steelers and whatever other teams were there the that the year. Raiders. They were probably yeah the Ra- Johns Raiders. They're probably like, <laughs> you know, we'll take care of Tampa. They got a sixth round draft pick from last year, starting. I mean, not Tampa, yeah. uh, the, the, yeah, the but- Patriots. Some listen, guys. I mean, fo- doing, look, falls won a Super Bowl. Why are we Bowl. giving
5: our own defense to credit, though? Why, why? are we saying like we have the, the potential MVP, right? And if not MVP, top two, three MVP quarterback in the NFL, and we're going, oh, but their defense is rock solid. Like, yeah, but you got you know, Chris. You got to also. Re- when,
1: you got to remember, wait, dude. Wait, the, e- the Eagles have, have played. The Eagles have played four games, four games, uh, in an NFC Championship game at home this decade. They're two and two. Okay. They won in 04 against Atlanta. They won in 2017 against Minnesota. You meant millennium, you said decade. I'm sorry. This yeah, century, century. Yeah, millennium or century. They lost in 02 to Tampa. They lost in 03 to Carolina. Why did they lose those games to Carolina in 02 and 03 in Tampa? They weren't great quarterbacks. They weren't great quarterbacks. They were great defenses. They were tough teams that came in here and won. That can happen, man.
5: Yeah, now it's all it's all apples and oranges. We we can't compare the team from four years ago when we had a completely different coaching staff, completely different players, completely different coordinators. It's all different. My point is, I'm looking at it and I'm going. We got the number one sack, number three all time history NFL sack sack team. We have a quarterback that is not mobile. He is a pocket passer, which bodes well for us for our rush defense. The way that we blitz or well not blitz, the way we rush quarterbacks, and we have the number one pass defense. So I am not right. afraid of the Niners.
1: All right, give me a all. great answer, Chris. What did you not initially like, and how you do? <sighs> this is painful.
5: This is really painful. You. Bang!
1: <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so did you did you uh, have that timed up with him? I,
0: so I didn't think about it until the last minute, but I, I knew what he was going to say. So yeah.
1: For the love of God! Now, is that a credit to him for getting his senses together, or did I change? That's a good question. Because I know the answer. I didn't change. You got a sense of <laughs> I'm just me, man. I'm like Randall. Let me be me. Yeah. Right. I- I'm back scrambling. Who's my man, me. Oh, I'm not really my man. Eh, not really my man. I'm just, I'm just playing around sometimes. All right. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I'll tell you who is the man. That's Jalen Hurts. But an interesting answer from Nick Sirianni yesterday about his injury situation, playing through it, playing with pain, and what Sirianni had to say uh, yesterday about Jalen. Obviously, as we, you know, gear up toward the playoffs and he's gotta to have to play through some pain. You'll hear that next. Show to
3: Cameron, John Richie on WIPE. The pro football playoffs are almost here. And pro and college hoops, you've got so much more too. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app has you covered. Get odds, bets, slots, and games right in the palm of your hand. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. Parks is the official sportsbook for the real Philly fan, and it's the only sportsbook and casino app that I recommend. Bet on more than just the score. Bet on player performances, touchdowns, yardage, and so much more. And with live in-game betting, you can bet during the game, putting you right in the middle of the action. Join me now, and new users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner. Download the app and start playing instantly with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?